How big are Winona Ryder's feet? <laughs> Casey, what are we doing here? Well, but we're here to listen to the calls. Our who? One more time. Let's do it one more time. But we are here to listen to the messages our callers have left at three or four or five one eight jams. Jams. I'm Casey. I'm Bo. Hi. I've heard these calls. I have not heard these calls. We are doing episode number fifty six. This is fifty six. You remember what a big deal it was when we did 52? That's a fucking month ago already. What's cool now is like we uh, like listening to the calls this week. I'm like, oh, it's a Halloween episode. Right. Like, we've done one of these. <laughs> we've, yeah, it's another so... Halloween. It's our second our second Halloween episode. This is. I didn't realize it was going to be Halloween when we put this episode up until like for real like two days ago. Well, we, we got to start with a Halloween call. I'm in. Call number 11. Starting. Happy fucking Halloween. I don't know why I was in a cut, but I did. Um, gentlemen, it's Will. Hi. Hi. Happy hey, Will. time. Um, here's my question for you guys today. Okay. If everything goes to hell or becomes horrific as it does at most horror films <laughs> or most horror anything or the terror of living just in general, <laughs> is it more scary? Is it scarier? Is that how you say it, Scarier. You should know the wording. Is it scarier when you realize that something you thought was something was something else? Like if Casey's face opened up and he was Shit. really like a goblin demon thing. That's and he's like, ah, this whole time. Is that worse? Or is it worse for there to be like there's something else out it's there worse, and it's sir. bigger and more horrible? Is the personal terror more scary than the, the big picture scary? So I don't there's an elder god. There's you know Cenobites. There's a lot of like horrible monster things. They don't necessarily affect Cenobites. I went to Sonic the other day and got Cenobites. <laughs> Cenobites are They're not bad. frightening. <laughs> They're bad. I'm not afraid of don't them. Don't get them. I'll take them down. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I'm not scared of them. Just yet. Is that scarier? Is they're bigger than the like the personal up close terror of Casey or maybe you, Bo, being like some kind of like succubus or whatever what? i need to know these things i'm preparing for halloween because i never know this might be the halloween where shit hits the fan where day becomes night forever and we live in a in a horrible um terrific, terrific. word um terrific. terror-filled <laughs> landscape for the rest of all time i think it means terrific all right guys happy halloween thank you will happy halloween to you bye. too bye bye Thanks yo I have a question for you, Case. Yeah. Do you want me to interpret what Will's saying? Please. You heard the, you hear these calls? I don't. I don't have the benefit of... What Will's asking is, like, the intimate terror of something you know well. Yeah. Like, say, your co-host, his face coming off, and he, him being something else underneath. Uh-huh. I'm in a... Is that scarier? Great place to Than, like, an this. institutional level, like, can't-be-controlled, evil god so, kind of terror. 
Is it scary if I'm that, or we, we look out the window and Cthulhu is looming above us all? Oh, it's way scarier. The scariest thing, I think, is if... Because it's the betrayal of something you think you know. Yeah. But, but I think the scariest, the, the scariest manifestation of that is, like, if buried inside your own psyche there's yeah. that like so, well, lurking see, that, to reveal itself that would be the next level in yeah so it's like are you hp lovecraft yeah the outside the unknown no i are mean that's like fucked up but the stephen king classic stephen king of like normal things turn scary that's... like the things you see all the time becoming something horrifying or what you're most scared of the psychological self turning Becoming horrifying, yeah. in and of itself, yeah. yeah. That's the that's the thing that's scariest yeah. to me. So you're even one level in. Yeah. The, the if you were to reveal yourself as a horrible monster, I would be scared of you for sure. Well, I would hope so. That's so level the. If I myself became a monster, that would be the scariest. If you revealed yourself to be a monster, that would be the second most scary. Yeah. Second second scariest. Yeah. And then least scary is Cthulhu. Yeah. The horror of the unknown. And also Cthulhu just seems like quaint now, kind of like he's on fucking like he's everywhere. Yeah, he's on like fucking pajama bottoms. He, and, there's we're like a second away from having that be like the next zombies, the Elder Gods, that kind of thing. I guess, but just because people say release the Kraken all the fucking time. Sure, I don't know if that's related, but isn't that a H.P. Lovecraft thing too? A Kraken, 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 Kraken. No, I think Kraken? that's a Kraken. old school Kraken? Greek mythology thing. Kraken, Kraken, Kraken. You've been you've been Kraken, Kraken. I told you not to crack in before before what's, we record. <laughs> what's cracking, homie? So we got three. Oh shit! People who called with straight up Halloween tales, spooky tales of Halloween. And as soon as I realized that's what they were, I stopped listening. Good. Are we gonna do them in a row? Or are we gonna pepper them through? We're gonna the pepper them through. That's what I like to hear. But I think this is gonna be the first pepper. Okay. You can choose. You want scary tale number one, scary tale number two, or scary tale number three? Scary tale number two. You know, yes. I think in a trilogy, the second movie, the second movie is always the best. Well, these are just the or- in the order received. <laughs> okay. Okay. So call number ten is number two. Hello, my friends. <laughs> this is the DM from the Void, CJ. Whoa! Fucking CJ. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you'd like that. It's been great to listen to you guys, and I have a story to share with you. Shit yeah. For this Halloween Halloween season, uh, I have about. I don't know, 12 or 13 ghost stories. And here is one. You think, like, that happened to him? Let's see. Let's hear it. Dog. So, roughly 10 years ago, back in Phoenix, Arizona, I was at a house party. uh, And me, my best friend, his brother, and a whole bunch of other people obviously getting, you know, lit up, whatever. Yeah, man. Uh, As the party was winding down and people were leaving, the three of us that I mentioned all sat down for uh, a chess game. And... Wait. Okay. (laughs) It's just kind of like chill. Just we're all getting tired, whatever. Okay. Uh, And I was sitting across from my best friend and sitting next to his brother. Behind my best friend was a staircase. Okay. that led up to their bedrooms. And at some point during the chess match, my best friend stares directly at me and says, Oh, my God. 
What do you think he's going to say? I have no idea. This is the worst thing to do to a scary story. Oh, man. <laughs> do you feel that? And I look at him, and I look behind him to the stairs, and I say, yeah, and I see it, too. Fuck. And this green-tinted sort of, I guess, person was creeping down the stairs. Not really bright or anything, kind of. In my head, this is Slimer. Yeah, you can't say green tinted thing and be telling a ghost story and not be. I don't remember. This this... doesn't end with a ghost blowjob. (laughs) This isn't the Ghostbusters story I thought it was. Cloudy, Uh, but I could make out some details. Like, this was a woman, um, and she looked like she was trying not to disturb us. That's considerate. Um, the feeling that I had was that she was being very caring, like a like a mom checking in on her kids or something that are asleep. Weird. And maybe a, a moment or two of that, and then she was gone. And then we acted all crazy and wild and talking after I noticed she was gone, and my friend was like, what was that? And we were starting running up the stairs and down the stairs and trying to, like, feel what a ghost might feel like. Anyway, that's my (laughs) first story to share to you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Fuck yeah, CJ. First of all, welcome aboard, CJ. Good to hear from you, buddy. Fucking hey, dog. It's been too long. All right. Ghost woman stairs. Yo, I like how... I mean, it's a pun, but whatever. I like how how disturbing it is that she's not trying to disturb them. Like, that's fucking weird. That's a weird thing. That's a good ghost move. It's also like, did they see it too? Like, if three Three people in a room... They said they felt something. uh, Is this pre-cell phone, by the way? I don't know. I would think so. Yeah. You don't always think of those kind of things. That's true. In the moment, you're just terrified. How how much shit has happened to you in your life? Like, man, if I had just recorded, that would have been so good. Oh, my God. Every every day. Every day. That's why we're attaching GoPros to our heads. (laughs) Let's get them surgically implanted in our heads. I'm not going to update that technology ever. It's the best it's ever going to (laughs) be. Right? Yeah. Let's take a break from the scary. Okay. And play call number one. This is KK calling at 5.11 p.m. on this day, which is in fact a Monday, and also the 23rd. Uh, like I said, 5.12 p.m. on my way back from work, having already called telephone once today. Ghost call everyone? Yes. Okay. Do you want to keep going with this? Or? Yeah, you're fine. So, Kenneth's going back home from work? Yes. Uh, finishing up episode 85. <laughs> However, something that was brought up made me think, call back, and that was, uh, I just think themed bands are so dumb. Themed Don't theme your band. You're really locking yourself in. Even if it's like a neat thing that'll like, have you brought up in conversations forever, it's, it's not that great. It's like the Oakley Doakleys. They're a metal Ned Flanders themed band. And you're Whoa. like, oh, that's really neat. But then like, it's not it's not really neat. It's like, wow, you get mentioned in a conversation when every someone wants to call in and bitch about themed bands on a podcast, but that's about it. 
So there's the Oakley Doakleys. There's Ale Storm, which is pirate-themed metal. There's Amon Amarth, which is Viking-themed metal. That's very common. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's frighteningly common. Uh, there's, like, a werewolf-themed one that I'm not remembering. That one's weird and super pagan. It's, there's a lot of shit. There's a lot, and it's unnecessary for the most part. Whatever. Don't lock yourself into a theme. Oh, Austrian Death Machine, which is an Arnold Schwarzenegger-themed death metal band. That one <laughs> was good. pretty rough. Also, yeah, just you die after like a year. Anyway, GM in request, uh, Twilight of the Thunder God by Amon Amarth, because it reminds me of high school. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bo, you had a strong reaction to the request for the jamming of Amon Amarth. You yeah. want to hear Twilight of the Thunder Gods? Dog, yes. And this reminds him of high school? Yeah. We're going to learn a little bit about KK. Yeah, this is a look into... Look into the life. Exactly what you'd expect. Is it? When I hear about the metal band of Mon Amarth. <laughs> Metal bands, I mean, I guess theme is not the same as genre. No. I don't know enough about metal. I mean, I know, I'm comfortable with how much I know, but I don't know enough to, like, speak upon their decisions. Amana Marths? Or metal bands in general? Metal bands in general. How do you feel about themed bands? I don't know shit about themed bands. I'm always. I went and saw a themed band one time. And it was fucking awesome. Was it the? You Rock- were there. Was we it, were there, dude. Was it the Rock of Fire Explosion down at the Chuck E. Cheese? Nah, dog. It was fucking the Pizza Underground. Fucking uh, McCullough. No, I didn't go to that one. You weren't there. No, I was not there. Were you at that same place watching that other show, Courtney Barnett? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I went to that one. Uh, I went. Me and me that was and, really good. Me and Amanda. And some other peeps went and saw Macaulay Culkin's pizza-themed Velvet Underground cover band one time. And mm-hmm. that was a... It felt like being inside a meme. It felt like being inside the internet. But it was like... It's like, I get it. This yeah. is the answer, right? Like, you get a couple songs in, and you're like, all right. There's a... Uh, there, um, it works for cover bands, I think. Like, Brown Sabbath is awesome. Yeah. Fucking... Uh, I saw my buddy Carter play a guest set for the band Iron Menorah, which is like an all-Jewish Iron Maiden cover band. Nice. Uh, so I think that can work, right? It's got to be... The joke has to be built in, you know? Yeah. As a person with no musical skills. None? No. I got nothing. I got a voice like an angel, sure. But that's natural. <laughs> it's not a skill. You can't it's, an, teach it's an inbred talent. Inbred talent? Yes. It's bred in me from years of inbreeding. <laughs> gotta be a bummer for that to be like <laughs> your one musical outlet right singing no being like a dippy like super thematic yeah that's gotta blow that can't be your own that's the other thing is it can't be your only band yeah, it sucks the thing i think that really sucks because i don't think that's anybody or not like, or maybe it's just like fuck it it's fun i got i can play guitar and do whatever i want but right I, I in my head it's like that's your side project joke band that you play like three gigs a year with or whatever well, it but must then, be crazy when that band has the hit and you've been like really putting your artistic heart and soul into your actual band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's like, like it wouldn't be the worst thing to be Guar, but do you really want to be Guar? <laughs> I think you do want to be Guar. Guar's a little different. Is it? Like, yeah. Like, how many times you got to put on that fucking makeup and like, here we go again. Man, I don't know. Stand over here and shred while this 
giant foam penis ejaculates across the stage. But that's the thing is like the theme with Guar is Guar. For the 900th time. Yeah, yeah, but uh, imagine fucking working at a restaurant and making the same fucking burger a billion times. Yeah, but my, imagine, passion, like, my passion is a burger making. Yeah, 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 yeah but like, <laughs> I'm not like how like, is that a different from fucking like Flea's gotta play give it away, give it away, give it away now for the billionth fucking time. He doesn't have to put on fucking seven pounds of makeup every time he does it. But, right, I just say the theme of Guar is Guar and they're like that's that's the deal with Guar is yeah. they're doing a whole performance piece. Tiresome. Do you want to sp- spooky jam out? Sure. Oh no. Kip Tyler, she's my witch. Is she? Got hair as black as night. Got a skirt that's a so tight. So we're gonna uh, tar some punks here just a little bit. Yeah, dude. Any plans? I do have a plan in my head, yeah. Yeah. I kinda want a pumpkin to carve a pumpkin to look like um the logo from Bob's Big Boy. Okay. That restaurant? Remember yeah. that shit? I've got a big boy around here somewhere. Or like even like, you know, if like... If you need a model, I've got the rank. Or just like, I never see like a pumpkin carved like... Like in the way that... Like old-timey cartoony style. Like you never see it like, the, like Robert Crumb Bigfoot style. Yeah. I, I think I want to do that. Can I do one of those pumpkins where it's like, you know, thin line, so really like you're really detail making an image on the pumpkin? Yeah. And make it be an uncarved pumpkin. Or a carved pumpkin, like the with the old style face. Yeah, that's good. Can I carve a pumpkin onto my pumpkin that's carved like a regular jack o' lantern? And then that jack o' lantern has a tattoo of a jack o' lantern on it. But bigger. <laughs> um I was that was Kip Tyler with She's My Witch. That song fucking rules. Um, I was I was, I was was on the internet the other day, and I saw that Reese Witherspoon was um, was showing off her pumpkins that she did not carve, but rather... Uh, <laughs> you're winking at me right now. I get it. <laughs> I get it. She, was, she didn't carve the pumpkins. She painted them like uh, pastel colors, like in drip like drippy pastel colors kind of and then put sprinkles on top of that as though they were like uh, had been frosted and, and, and sprinkled well that's fun and I was like that's sort of completely misses the point but is also the most Reese Witherspoon thing I've ever seen in my life so like <laughs> do your thing Reese Witherspoon I'm just glad you're back yeah <laughs> when do we get election two word so that last call was call number one mm-hmm. on my note card I have Call number two being this that call. Oh. Let's find out what call number two is. Hey, tell friends. Is this what you want to call number one to be? Yeah, I think I flip flopped him. Alright. T F T friends. Tell a F. This is KK calling. I just drove into a garage, so I hope you can still hear me. Uh loud and clear, buddy. It's eight oh eight in the morning. The other one makes more sense now. Ah, uh, I am eight minutes late for work. Uh, Supposed to be there at eight. Uh, however, let's just pop that up to an even 15. Because <laughs> I'm salaried and do not give a shit. Uh, Alright, well, frick. Currently listening to episode 55. Uh, first thought being that, of course, Sammy Hagar, the most distinctive thing that he hears every week is 
something along the lines of you can't drive 55. I say that as a guy who literally only knows Sammy Hagar for that song and being the uh, red-headed rocker. That's it. I don't know what the reference to tequila is. Do you think he gets any right here, right now shit? No, I bet he gets no direct song. That had to be like a huge hit for Van Halen though, right? But it's the Crystal Pepsi song. They bring up Van Halen probably. Yeah. It must be like... I bet it's like being... Dave Holmes, the guy who came in second to on Jesse MTV's. Camp. Yeah, I, I'm fucking with you. I bet he gets asked all the time about David Lee Roth. Do you think Dave Holmes gets asked all the time about Jesse Camp? Yes, he's said in interviews he gets asked at least once a week. Somebody asked him, "Where's Jesse Camp?" I gotta say, when it came out of my mouth, I realized the first fucking thing I would ask Dave Holmes about was, was Jesse, Jesse Camp, Camp for sure. Yeah. He says he's 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 accepted. He it used to make him mad. There's a lot I would ask. He's got him. A, like an answer. He's like he's like he's around. I see him once in a while. I wonder what Jesse <laughs> Camp's doing. Jesse Camp, if you're what yo, let's. I kind of want to like. Can, can that be the reality show we pitch? Is fucking like not the fucking all stars, but like the. Hey no. I want Jesse Camp and Tech Money in a room. Like, what's up? Like, I, I don't think it's as interesting as you think it'd be. No? No. I bet tech money is I bet like, it's tiresome. I bet it's like a lot of shtick. You need you need that solid, normal person in there. Who? Oh, cause, right. Because you need an ingenue. They can't all be the flavor actor. Yep. They can't all be the big character. Fair enough. You're not bouncing off and being crazy if there's no one to bounce, no one being normal. I just want them back. I want tech money back. I want I Jesse Camp back. Very, almost Christopher Walken asking for it there. How did it... <laughs> Wanting your tech money back. <laughs> Second up, moving on to uh, the lock picking comment. All right. Thought I'd pose my question. I currently have a lock picking set. Whoa. Uh, bought out of kind of boredom and surplus cash. What KK needs is more people to be suspicious of him. <laughs> it was a fantastic investment. Uh, however, the first time that I ever used it, I used it on my own front door back nice. when I was living at a pretty sketchy apartment complex. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no one did anything. Like, I was like kind of the schlubby looking guy, like, kicking away at this front door. Kind of. People just came by and, like, stared at me and then, like, looked the other direction. Oh, they're like, uh, <laughs> NBD, what else? Didn't exactly uh, feel good. Uh, I also completely failed to ever actually pick that door, uh, but now of That's course I get my give practice shit. on the back door. <laughs> like, this gentleman poses no threat. Look at that idiot! <laughs> Look at that larper! He's not gonna get in there. You also had your cloak on. My house in the privacy of my own backyard, and that's fantastic. Anyway, so my question is: uh, What's the sketchiest you've ever been? Either mistakenly or truthfully. That that's it for me. Bye. The sketchiest you've ever been mistakenly, like you were on some sketchy shit, or this you were people like, thinking you're you're up to something sketchy when you're not. Hmm. Like post like late high school, right post high school. Yeah, yeah. I could not have been asked more often if I was sell would sell people drugs. Really? Like, yeah. I was walking... Have I talked about this, about walking downtown the other... Like, oh, after midnight? No. in the It was like 5.30 p.m. I was walking downtown in Austin, and somebody asked me if I could sell them 
Uh, specifically hallucinogens. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very specific look. I was like, do I look like super trippy? Were, were you wearing your corduroy patch pants? No, I wasn't wearing my Technicolor dream coat. I wasn't wearing, <laughs> wearing any of that You shit. did have your purple wig on. I did. I had I had my Bootsy Collins sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> that explains it. There, there used to be this dude. Um, my wife used to live in this apartment complex that wasn't that sketchy, but... You know, she lived there. And there was this dude who used to do uh, super intense um, P90X exercises in the fucking parking lot. Fun. (laughs) He would, like, put, like, like, I I don't think it was his laptop. I think it was, like, a computer monitor, like, on the trunk of his car. (laughs) Like, he would just So this is 90% doing this somewhere so people can watch me do this, right? Like, he's out doing it in the parking lot, not because he needs the space. Yeah, I... I guess. Hold on, I just got a text. That's my attempt to tee you up for a segue. Oh no, I'm <laughs> trying to fire up my computer. <laughs> Speaking of text messages, we recently mentioned that we now have the ability to accept te- text messages here at Telefriends. And we received a couple, if I can remember how to, what my password is. Is that? Yes, it is. So the first one I got is a picture of a fence. Picture of a fence. It's got a sign on it, and the sign says... Beware of the four... This is like handwritten on a piece of wood. It says, Beware of the four big dogs. Below that it says, They've never had an alley before. Then below that it says, Plus they're real protective of the fam. (laughs) My favorite part about this is this gate could not have a bigger gap in it. Awesome. Like this is... Yeah. That's fucking dope. Right on. I love these four dogs. Can you put... Okay, here's the deal. I think, can you right now just put that on the fucking Telefriends Facebook? Oh, yeah. And just be like... Yeah. That would be dope. Make a post. Write something. What message should I write? You just start talking, I'll write it. Just be like, yeah, this is like... Just be... Text message received number one. Just be like... Text... Message received number one. I before E except after C. I, it's never received that fucks me up. It's number receipt. Number one. Like that? I mean, how about like, fuck, dude. You know you know how to do this. Uh, just be like, this is the first, just, how about text message? How about fuck. text message? Yeah. I mean, I guess. I feel like this is maybe like two inside. Like what? I, I mean, <laughs> I guess. Okay, so text text message number two uh-huh. says, I saw one license plate today that just said good and another one that just said maybe. Ooh, that's weird. Then the same text messenger. Okay. Later that day? Said, when it comes to the art of portmanteaus, Portmanteau. I think catio is my favorite piece. That's a patio for a cat. Yeah. I always pronounce it portmanteau. Is it portmanteau? I think it's toe. Huh. I don't know if that's true. I don't know either. Our our next text message says, Responding to a request on episode 55 to send you a text message. This is much less nerve-wracking than voicemail. Hugs and smooches. Big R. (laughs) We're going to respond. Hey there. Big R. <laughs> Hugs. I'm going to use the same. I can't type today to say Ampersand. 
and smear is to you too. Right. Oh, right back at you. At you. Cha. Big fella. Or just fella. Yeah, we already did big art, right? Yeah. Fella. Miss you. Lilas. Lilas. Lilab isn't the same kind of deal. No. There we go. That's our text message portion of the show. All right. So anytime you want to send us a text message, feel free. Where do they send a text message to? 304-518-CHAMPS. Uh-huh. Champs. I think it's time for another uh, a hauntingly good call. <laughs> okay. Do you want the first one or the third one? The fir- the I want to end on the first one. Give me the third one. Okay, that's uh, call number 12. Okay, so when I was a kid, my mother bought furniture off of the side of the road from uh, an antique dealer in Massachusetts, which is where I'm from. And I've had this furniture my entire life, and I still have it. It's upstairs, actually, in this house. And I didn't want it because I didn't like it, and I didn't understand why I didn't like it um, until about six months after it had been in my room. And so I was asleep, and... I was awakened by this feeling um, that I was really cold all of a sudden. And I looked. This seems similar to what happened to caller CJ. For those of you keeping score at home. I looked over to my left and the vanity, one of the three pieces of the furniture, that I had like a bunch of little bottles on and, you know, like little things and they were full of you know bath salts and just kind of like you like what's going on in my head is what was going on in ariel's head in the little mermaid like i have <laughs> some idea of what these bottles make yeah. today but not really lavender and whatever it is she's seen feet why she's so surprised by feet you know a girl you have this little fancy thing yeah. yeah and this little creepy ghost child was picking him up and was there another person in this call just then was this call haunted let's back up lavender and whatever it is that you have when you're a kid you're a girl okay. you know you're a girl you have this little definitely a person whoa and this little haunted call dog creepy ghost child was the call's coming from inside the call them shit and looking at me Wait, there was a creepy ghost child? Yeah, we kind of... Why are we talking we did, through the good parts We did a lot of detail about these glass bottles. And very, <laughs> skimming over the fact... And there's a creepy ghost child. Whatever. You got your lavender. You got your salt. <laughs> and you got a ghost child, but whatever. I can only see him... Wait, I'm... Okay, backing up. When you're a kid. You're a girl. Okay. You know... This call is fucking haunted, I'm sorry. You're a girl. We have this little fancy thing. Yeah. Yeah. And this little creepy ghost child was picking them up and smelling them and looking at me <laughs> but I can only see him until the that wasn't Casey snoring that was him sniffing hard I was adding some fully work to the <laughs> the mirror stopped I couldn't see the bottom I couldn't see his pants or whatever and it's like definitely a colonial child this is extremely creepy because I was, you know, 13 and I just panicked and, oh no, it's like a seven. Anyways, just like, was like, I'm not dealing with this right now. Pulled the covers in my head 
not happening. I'm not dealing with this. What? That's a, so. The next. That's like a weirdly brave response, right? I'm not dealing with this right now. This is not worth my time and attention. That's one in the curious child. Yeah. Next night, <laughs> I wake up and I see that this ghost is last night still there and still messing with stuff. And it's lavender. He turns Get over it and looks at me, and his teeth are shards of glass, basically like pointy razor sharp and covered in blood and he looked at me and i was like oh fuck i'm not dealing with this and i was like i'm not dealing with this i'm not dealing with this i'm not dealing with this and he doesn't like look at me that way until he notices like until he notices that i can see him and then you this time you saw his pants and they were the fanciest sweatpants ever <laughs> i was like i'm not dealing with this so i pulled the covers in my head so, you guys are like, so the next night, routine worked out. I look over. I'm like, well, this is probably a situation now. And Wait. hang on, before you tell the rest of the story, let me. What happened there? Call number thirteen. <laughs> so carrying on. The following night, uh, I'm very sure that these same spirits are probably going to be in my room. Why wouldn't they be? And I look over to the vanity where this child has been and There's just a stack of now pants. he's noticed me <laughs> and he looks at me and smiles with this mouth full of dagger Glass spiked shards. teeth he's that are dripping in blood. I finally look to the other side of my room and there's a ballroom full of people. This is so dope. But I can only see inside of the reflection of the mirrors on the furniture. Jump in the mirror, right? Jump mm-hmm. in the mirror. If you've learned anything from... Books. Jump in the mirror. Okay, so I can basically only see them from the waist up. So they're essentially entities inside of the mirrors. But I can only see... In that capacity. You think they're all nude from the waist down, right? And as soon as they notice that I can see them, they all stop, turn, look at me, and they all make that exact same face where they smile, and their smile turns to an awful grin of jagged, broken teeth covered in blood covered in blood and as a child I didn't know what to do so I pulled the covers over my face and I pretended like none of it happened and haunted call another person in the room and that night my mother was visited by the devil to tell her that I was being influenced by the wrong spirits and that she needed to do something about this or that I was going to definitely end up in hell. And you were like, the next morning over breakfast, you're like, Mom, normally I'd say you're full of shit. However, I had an experience with a mirror in a ballroom and some glass shards. Yeah, who who wrote up their story first? For real. So So while I was at school that day, my, without, I didn't tell my mother about any of this, and she didn't tell me about any of this until I was 21. 
Also, why would the devil warn anybody about anything? Who knows what tricks the devil plays? Uh, my mother exercised my room on the guidance of the devil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And who would know better? I came home and my room. How you're doing no the devil's bidding? Haunted, as far as I could tell, but I packed up all of the mirrors and all of my furniture, and to this day I've been shipping them around. I've never ever taken the cardboard off of them, and I will never put them on my furniture again. Oh come on! And my mother and I had never talked about this until I was like. 22 and so she didn't know what I'd experienced but I didn't know what she'd experienced but she exercised my room while it was collar does it go into 13 or that was 13 I have a challenge for this collar it's time it's been long enough take the fucking cardboard off these off these mirrors send it down our way send it to the friends Bo will put it in his bedroom (laughs) right by his side of the bed I look I don't have a connection. He'll look in the mirror to his Bloody Marys <laughs> every night. The longer this caller isn't diving headlong into this mirror, what the fuck? You gotta take the devil's word for it, right? <clears throat> we gotta get a... I'm trying to get a call from an alternate ballroom dimension right now, man. <laughs> Do we have a paper for that? Oh, here's what... Yo. Fucking sleep with your cell phone by your bed. Wake up in the middle of the night. Ballroom people staring at you. Grab phone. Jump into mirror. Call 304-518-JAMS. Throw your phone in the mirror. Throw your phone. Tell them to call. 304-518-JAMS. Jams. Like, write 304-518-JAMS backwards on the mirror. (laughs) On your forehead. So they're looking at you. (laughs) Was it switched because they're looking out of the mirror? Yeah. No. Shit. Because they're not in the mirror. They're They're in the room, but it's just a reflection from the mirror. Who knows? I don't know. This sounds like a job for science, man. Call number three. Jump in the mirror. Hey guys, it's Molly. Uh, this is another entry in a segment I like to call Next Doriosities. I like the name of that segment. I don't know. Does that work? <laughs> I think it does. I'm, I'm in for Next Doriosities. I like this conversation that I'm watching. <laughs> Maybe you have some suggestions. Uh, yeah, so I got another... Um, Do you? Next. Hmm, no. Door to... Do, no. <laughs> Knock, knock. Who's there? Tell a friend's at your door. <laughs> Got another one to share here with you this week. Uh, a message on nextdoor.com. Oh, nextdoriosity. I'm in. I'm all the way in. <laughs> and it reads uh, capital I, capital S, capital O. This is can go. Baby doll arms. Uh, the text reads, anyone have an old baby doll with plastic arms they are looking to get rid of? Thanks in advance! Exclamation point. So uh, yeah, there's your uh, your entry for the week. Bye. 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 Thanks. Does anybody have plastic baby doll arms? Mm-hmm. They don't need the whole. Don't need the whole baby. <laughs> Just the arms. Why pay for a seat when you only need the edge? Do you know this about me? Where my edge of your seat. <laughs> my grandmother was a doll collector. Ooh, that, that's not a scary house. Scariest house in the world. Yeah, for sure. Full of weird... There was a whole room that was just sectioned off full of this, like... Like a science lab of dissected dolls. Just, yeah, like, like, doll parts and... everywhere. It was so fucking weird, man. 
so fucking weird. Staying over at their house like it is a kid, like and like fucking like walking back from the bathroom and there's like a fucking dimly lit case of fuck this dude. Sorry, meanwhile, take it a pass. Doll yeah. arms. Doll arms. This is where you play that whole song. Is it called Doll Arms off the album Doll, Doll Parts? Parts? Okay. Uh, I don't. Do you really? No. Okay. Where are we at? What's the count? So what's scarier, the person who has the need for just doll arms or the person who's sitting around with all the extra doll parts and they've just never quite figured out what to do with them? It's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Bill, do we still have that box of arms out in the garage? I know you hate the arms. I found a solution. Man, that's I weird. I told you we shouldn't throw those away. Yeah, that's that's a, yeah, that's a disturbing... I would, I would call the cops. You're <laughs> <laughs> just the biggest next door snitch in the world. <laughs> Forward to cops. Uh, let's let's ease our way back into the Halloween spirit. Okay. Let's call number four. I don't think we left with the doll parts. Hey, Bo. Hey, Casey. Hey, telefolks, telefam, telefriends. Uh, quick question for you. It's almost Halloween. I'm really excited, but I wanted to know, like, what is your Halloween policy on costumes? Because my impulse is always to have, like, too many costumes and not, like... Too have enough costumes. events to wear them to you is it better to like have multiple options or just to like stick to one costume and rotate uh through whatever event and hopefully you don't get like too drunk and puke on it or get like fake blood where you shouldn't you know that would not be fun uh would love to know your thoughts and what you're going to be for halloween bye so case dog you're a halloween expert i don't know about that i like halloween is a big part of your biography there, there's many important things that have happened to me on Halloween. Yes. It's your birthday, for one. It's my birthday. Um, it's 1031, which is your height. Yes. In feet and inches. <laughs> I'm very tall. Uh, what else? Um, no, you, it's, yeah, it's your birthday, it's your height, it's your, it's your, uh, it's your ATM code. Yeah, it's my, the last word of my social. <laughs> it's... I got married. <laughs> so, so in your expert opinion, yes, is it better to have one costume or multiple costumes to choose from? So I have I'm, a question about that to follow up. Okay, so I've never been a costume guy. Really? Like, I like Halloween a lot. I like the decorations. I like the atmosphere. I like pe- seeing people dressed up. But I particularly don't care for dressing myself up. Huh. You like to be dressed up by someone else. No, I don't even like doing dressing up. Hmm. Like, I'm more like just a mask kind of thing. Okay. Than I so am you're like not a whole like a costume. complete fucking buzzkill at a party. Yeah. I don't you have don't... like this intricate thing where I'm not actually having fun because I'm busy keeping my costume together. Right. But I'm saying you're not being a bummer not disguised at all. Oh yeah, I'll get dressed up. Right. But it's not what I'm it's not what I'm here for. Not what you're known for. Yeah. That being said, I think you got to pick one and really kill it. I agree because unless I, you're doing like a bunch of like events and things, right, exactly, they do a bunch of light ones, like yeah. a bunch of little ones, like oh, that's that movie character, like the easiest ones in the world. Right. I think you would be a good Link. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a cool costume for you. Yeah, that's because I'm so tall. Yeah, like Link. Yeah. Uh, it's because yeah, if you have multiple costumes, you have yeah. You have to do costume changes, which is a fucking whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you, you want to do multiple looks in one night. I think the best costumes are the ones that are put together at the last second. I always thought it'd be fun to like host a Halloween party and have a costume that changes as the night goes on. 
Whoa. Like, maybe you're just suit guy or something and then like you slowly become more and more monstrified as the night goes or you on you just keep taking pieces off yeah until you're naked guy yeah and you're just uh, i think something a little more subtle but <laughs> now it's this kind of party and then you fuck everybody who hasn't left <laughs> consensually you try to you ask permission to fuck everyone who hasn't left your party <laughs> by the way i'm having a halloween party for the stuff no thanks uh yeah. What yeah. are you going to be for Halloween? I don't know. I don't have a plan. I'm going to be at a... Like, now that I have a daughter, it's more like, what What am I doing with that? Right. What is she going to be? She's going to be Totoro. Really? A little chubby little Totoro. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Here's the key. A baby, you can put him in anything that works. Yeah. It's going to be cute. We have this, like, pink fluffy outfit that has ears on it. It's, like, vaguely rabbitish. Was it's this like, the hat she was wearing yesterday? I was dying. Throw a hat on a kid, man. It's game over. Fuck. It like really concentrates you on their little faces by putting yeah. a hat on them. No, it's unreal. I got a mask over there. I could put. Yeah. Where are we going to from here? We're receiving a telephone call. We both looked at my computer screen like that was going to tell us anything. Hello, this is Telefriends. You're live on Telefriends. No shit, for real. This is Ross Bowser. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> We're recording right now. What up? <laughs> oh my god, this is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> oh, this is too exciting. Welcome aboard. This is. I'm only slightly. Uh, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Obviously. Uh, so, wow. Uh, hey, hey, Casey. Nice to make your acquaintance. Yeah, it's weird to talk to you in real time. Yeah, it's super weird. Do you find? Uh, should I stop calling you Dave? Is that have I just run that in the ground? No, no. Is that, uh, that was that never funny to begin with? I, I can keep doing it, and you'll still I take my calls. I hundred percent support all your calls. Me too, buddy. Oh, that makes me feel so happy. Great. Uh, well, uh, hey guys. So how's how's the episode going so far? Pretty good. We humming. got like three calls left, something like that. Really humming along. Yeah. Pretty- Good, good, good. Glad to hear. Well, would you like me to uh, address what I had intended to discuss by Please. leaving a message? Please. Or uh, have we just... Go ahead. Le- to, to, yes, do the message you would... Go ahead. Okay, we will do. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm, I'm on my uh, cell phone in the car, so I'm, I'm on T-Mobile, so forgive me if there are, are breaks... No, it's and, cool. uh, there's a three-second delay uh, also. It's always weird. But please go ahead and do the message you are going to do, and we'll react to it in real time. Right, the three-second delay. Okay, got it. Okay, so I was listening to episode 55 yes. in the car, and uh, Boris, if you recall, you started out by saying that that is the same number that Sammy Hagar refuses to drive in, in miles per hour units. <laughs> And uh, this 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 gave me a grin and a chuckle, <laughs> and also got me. It also got me thinking: Is he? We all assume that he's. He means he refuses. To, we 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 all assume. I think that Sammy Hagar refuses to drive below fifty-five miles per hour. Right. Uh, but what what if he was? If he wasn't, I, I could I could uh, you know look up the the, the, the lyrics and and ascertain that myself. That requires effort, and I don't care enough about Sammy Hagar to do that. <laughs> um, but let's take him. Let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, Fifty-five miles an hour. That pretty much means he has to stick to the freeways, no school zones. But even then, 
he's, he's, he, so he's willing to drive 56 or 57. That's okay. <laughs> but that doesn't, that doesn't, that hardly makes him a rebel without a cause. Know what I mean? You know, uh, 55 is, is, is nothing. You're, pr- you're probably going beneath the speed limit <laughs> at this point. So, so I'll leave you with this. Well, here's my point. Sammy, either way, above or below 55, Sammy Hagar is a lot lamer than we thought he was. <laughs> and my question, and my exactly question to you is why, why 55? Why 55? My question to you why is why not 60? Why, why, what if it's, he can't drive 55 because he can't reach the top speed of 55 because he's riding like a moped. Then he's, uh, I go back to my point. He's, he's lamer than we thought he was. <laughs> Follow up question. Why in the movie Speed yes. wasn't it revealed that Sammy Hagar was the bad guy? <laughs> would that have been perfect? That would have been perfect. Because it would have been like the third I don't third have a good twist. answer for you. Yeah, like the tw- Dennis Hopper's on the phone and he's like, they got me, they got me. <laughs> and it cuts to Hagar on a beach with a tequila. He's like, Mas tequila, bro. <laughs> that's, how he, that's how he hangs up. <laughs> a side Mas tequila. Mas tequila. Well, how far are we? How how far are we in this episode so far? We're uh, we're sort of at the seventy-five percent mark. High nineties. High seventy-five percent mark. Okay. Never mind. We got three left. All right, Ross. We're gonna let you go. Thanks so much for calling in. Great. Uh, tequila to you. All right. Uh, (laughs) Later. (laughs) Later, dude. You know, as long as we're in our interactive segment Uh, of the show, let's play uh, call number nine. Yo, tell friends, what's up? All right, so a few days ago, I asked you guys on Facebook uh, what I should get from Taco Bell. Yes. And you, and you guys uh, had mentioned one of the breakfast items and then the... Um, the naked taco, the shit where the egg is the shell. Yeah. Chicken chips quesadilla, like the crispy chicken uh, quesadilla, and uh, any other weird Baja blasts that I could find. Now, I went there for lunch, so um, I didn't get any of the breakfast stuff, but I'm sitting here... With a Baja Blast Freeze, which I've never had. It's like a slushy version of a Baja Blast. And the um, the chicken, the crispy chicken. Is that shitty flavor ice cold? I have a report for you um, <laughs> about these, oh, excuse me, uh, 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 about these items. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm big gassy. I'm from eating them. Okay, first let's start with the Baja Blast Freeze. All right, now it was happier hour, so the freeze came at no extra cost. Nice. Uh, I will say it tastes a lot like Baja Blast, but it's actually a more diluted version. So I actually really yeah. like it oh. because it's uh, it's got a little more watery in it, so it's not as sweet. It's not as like punching you in the face. It's more of a Baja um, brush. Also not carbonated, so I don't know. I guess I'm like even though I'm burping still, I'm like less gassy than usual. Um, so you can imagine what it would be Baja if it was. Um, that said, things like this could really easily go the other way, right? Oh. It's like the machine is just mixing it differently. Or, you know, they put a little too much syrup in, uh, and it gets a little too Human error. too uh, sweet. You know, it's, they could probably go the other way really easily. But I will say, this particular one... That's the risk of every fast food. Right, right, right. That's, yeah. It's the go to McDonald's one day, and it's the worst meal you've ever had. Go back the next day, and it's perfect. Or go back every day for fucking three years, and the goddamn ice machine is broken. <laughs> is, uh, is pretty enjoyable. Now let's move on to the crispy chicken quesadilla. This, not feeling it so much. Okay, this is not a go. Man. What they... I had really high hopes for this crispy chicken quesadilla. This world is bullshit. Did here is 
if you are aware of the Taco Bell menu, you're aware of the naked uh, naked chicken chips. Essentially, they're they're pieces of uh, mechanically separated chicken, <laughs> breaded and fried in the uh, uh, shape of a triangle, like a chip, a corn tortilla chip, a Dorito, if you will. Why aren't they fucking Dorito flavored? We'll get there. These have the texture and, frankly, the flavor of really cheap um, grocery store like Dino Nuggets. Wow. And I do not like them. I do not like them. And what they did with this quesadilla is they just threw those naked chicken chips into a quesadilla, threw cheese on top of it, and there you go. I mean, that's a quesadilla. So while on one hand I do applaud their ability to reappropriate certain items on their menu into other items, and you can see this with plenty of other items um, that they've ever done, uh, I, I applaud their ability to experiment like that, but I will say that this one, not so much because I don't like those chips to begin with. You know, uh, really, when you get those naked chicken chips, you get them. Uh, you kind of need the nacho cheese that comes with them, right? Really, like, look, I'm not gonna say that that Taco Bell's supposed to be giving me a fucking like top quality shit. <laughs> There was another call, but I thought it was better to end it right there. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for fucking being the canary in our fucking Taco Bell coal mine. Dog. Yeah, man. The Baja... What's this? A little bit less than a blast. Baja Breeze? A Baja Blow? The Breath of Baja. The Breath of Baja. The Breath from Below. <laughs> That's the two things you get from Taco Bell. It's you get a Breath of Baja and a Breath from Below. Farts. <laughs> Uh, we've got something from our corrections department. Oh, good. Call number seven. We do make a lot of mistakes here. Hey, fellow friends. He's calling it's Industrial from a, Dave, long-time listener. Say again? He's calling from a quinceanera. <laughs> a quinceanera? Yeah. <laughs> start at the beginning caller? again. You can I'm hear in the background. Hey, fellow friends. <laughs> it's Industrial up. Dave, long-time listener. Seventh-time caller? I'm nice. losing track. Welcome back. Uh, I've caught up a bunch on the episodes that I have missed in the last little while. And uh, I just did episode 52, and i got to take Casey to task. Oh, pause this Casey, for a second. you work at a comic book store. So, this is my Halloween nightmare. Okay. Getting to this point of this call. Uh-huh. And I know, as soon as he says that line, you work at a comic store, I know exactly what he's about to tell me. <laughs> I know this because I recently ran into you at work, and we were both in a comic store, and I don't work there, so I'm pretty sure that you do. Uh, in episode 52, you give a little talk about the Iron Man villain, who's allowed to have a ring on each finger because each one has its own specific power, and you call him the Mandarian. Hey, you know those small delicious oranges in your fruit salad? What are they called? Yeah, Mandarin oranges. Oh, man. Hey, you know that dialect spoken by 70% of Chinese speakers? What's that called? Hey, mm-hmm. Mandarin. Mm-hmm. You know that Iron Man villain whose name is spelled exactly the same way as his other things? What's he called? Yeah, the Mandarin. So I just wanted to contribute to everyone's favorite telefriend segment. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the Pulse. Mandarin. So, can I? I got a couple things. Can I weigh in on this before? No. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, I thought the dude's name was the Mandarin, but I'm like, Casey works at a comic book okay. store. It might be the okay. Mandarin. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Everybody, take a swing. That's a Casey Pinyano. <laughs> couple things. 
The first thing is, I thought that's what they called it in the movie. Like, growing up, I always called him the Mandarin. <laughs> okay? Okay. If and then the movie so. came out. And I could have swore in the movie they said it the other way. And in my head, there was precedent. Because, okay, Bo, imagine you walk, you walk into your house. You go over to what the big thing that holds your food that's cold? The refrigerator. What are those things that stick to your refrigerator? Magnets. What's the name of the X-Men villain who has the power of magnets? Magneto. Okay, so there's precedent of saying the shit wrong. For sure. So that's where it was. But recording the episode, as I was saying, I was like, this is wrong. <laughs> you said it like ten times. So I leaned into it. <laughs> And like as soon as we were done, I was so mad because I was like, I bet I like I, I was almost positive that I remembered it correctly from the movie as being said that way because I remember being mad about it. But then after I was done recording, I was like, you know what? I bet I was thinking about Magneto. Yeah, and I was. Fuck. So when you were a kid, did you call him Magneto? Yeah, until I heard like until I talked to other comic book people. Yeah. How did they know? Because who fucking they went to a con, a con? con or something. Yeah. All right. Because why is it not Magneto? Why is it not Magneto? I'm sure there's a reason out there. And right. I'm sure it's terrible. Sure. I'm with and you. Dave shined a light on my shame. I almost got away with it too. It wasn't for that rascally Dave with its terrible taste in music. <laughs> <laughs> Industrial still sucks. <laughs> Sorry. I'm positive. You're right, Dave. I did say it wrong. It's true. Keep, keep playing. Please keep calling. Dave. See, this call's not even done. I, oh, fuck. Your jam in is Iron Man by the Cardigans. That's a dope jam in. Yeah. I take it back. And while it plays, I want you to sit there and just think about what you've done. <laughs> think about the shame you've brought to your profession. Mandarin. There's plenty Mandarin. of shame there. I don't think I'm the biggest one. Bye. Love you, Dave. This just in while you're playing this song. I, I almost like contacted you. It's like, is there a way to like add a correction to the end of the show? <laughs> you can just call in yourself. You'll be like, hey, by the way, <laughs> we just received another text message to the hotline. Just now? Yes. It's from uh, Big Ross. All right. It says, not going to lie, being on your show live felt like being called up from the audience on The Price is Right. <laughs> <laughs> also, WTF Lila's. Oh, he's asking. Love you like a sister, Big Rock. Love you like a sister. This is a good cover. It is. The Cardigans are an underrated fucking band, man. That's been Teleference. Damn, dog. <clears throat> I was listening to, um,. First of all, I'd like to give a special shout out to the big homie Taku for the use of his theme song. Supposed to do. Yeah, off the album. Do what you love. Um, it's amazing that he lets us use that shit. Yeah. Uh, I was listening to this show on the radio yesterday. I want to say it was called The Clear Spot. It was on co-op radio. Yeah. And I just want to like give credit where credit is due because that dude was doing a, uh, a Spooky Jams special and I just... Definitely stole three jams from them. <laughs> um, So, yeah, big shouts to, 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 to the dudes over at Co-op and their incredible taste in music. 
Uh, I figured I would end this episode with a spooky jam. We got one more Halloween tale. Oh, shit. Well, then. So then I'm going to have a jam out, and then. Right? Or do you want to. Let's play the, Let's play our Halloween tale, then you'll leave us with a jam. All right. It's a fucking good song. Yeah. That's going to be call number eight. That was uh, Iron Man by the Cardarians. I mean the cardigans. <laughs> I'm ashamed, Buffalo. Hi, telefriends. This is Kelly of Mystery Compliment. Whoa. I saw your ha- Welcome back. Halloween special was coming up, and I thought I'd call with a scary Halloween tale. Okay. This one happened in Houston back in 1983 on Halloween Day. Uh, I was about five years old, and I was taking a nap with my mom, but I woke up. She didn't. I woke up. I walked out the front door and walked across the street to my little friend Chad's house. He wasn't home, but his toy lawnmower was there, and I coveted that toy. So I decided I would start playing with it. Also, when I left the house, I brought my uh, security blanket with me, which was a little quilt that I always kept. So I'm there. I just start playing with the lawnmower, and this old man rolls up on a bicycle and I'm terrified I'm convinced with my five-year-old logic that this is Chad's grandpa and he's going to scold me for using the um, toy uh, uh, mower without his permission right but this old man instead um, asks me if I would like to go on a bike ride with him and on the back of his bike he had more like a yikes ride one of those old yellow molded plastic bicycle seats for kids and I looked at him and I drew upon all of my stranger danger knowledge and I dropped my security blanket and ran past him hauled ass into my house ran to my mother crying woke her up she of course heard the story called the constable and we hopped in her maroon cutlass Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme uh, to go find the man. She wanted to actually find him. I don't know what she would have done. We never found him, um, but it just goes to show that creepy things can happen um, with uncreepy seeming people. This is an elderly guy on a bike with a child seat. There was no. I mean, that's kind of creepy. No pedophile van or anything like that. Who knows what would have happened if I had claimed that ride if i had been a dumber child and claimed that ride that's not to say all kidnapping victims are dumb but had i dumbly claimed that ride i might not be making this phone call happy halloween bye-bye yo yeah i'm happy you didn't get on the back of that dude's bicycle the true horror yeah. is man for fuck's sake let's hit it out with a jam the scariest song i've ever heard that i just want to play for you oh This is called The Death of Betty Sue by T. Valentine. This is scary to me. Hello? Yes, Mr. Valentine. What? No, that can't be. Okay, I'll be right there. Tim Betty Sue, what happened? What happened? You don't know. Bessu, you can't be dead. You too young, and you fine. Oh man, you can't be dead. You just asleep. Oh no, my God, please, please, please.
clean. Don't let this to be dead. Oh, she mine. She mine. She all I got. <laughs> Please, Lord. Please, Lord. Please, God. It doesn't start scary. It gets weird, though. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Okay, I get it. It's a, it's a man pleading well. So that that's that. That was fun. And then, the but then like for Industrial Dave, this is Hamburger Lady by Throbbing Gristle. I don't care for anything that happened right in that sentence. <laughs> Could be like, hey, we found a hidden Beatles song. It's called Hamburger Lady by Throbbing Gristle. And I'll be like, pass. I mean, I'd give it a listen. Yeah, give it one listen. It's like a video game. Spooky Jams, come back for episode 57. Fucking uh, give us a call 304518 Jams. Jams. Let your friends know about Telefriends. Bye. Happy Halloween. Torment is reborn. <laughs>